Gorer Assembly, where we shoot the shit and talk all things horror. I'm Amber. I'm Matt. Thank you for screaming into the microphone there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Was that really loud? Do I need to do it again? Oh, no, I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> wow, thanks. So, how are you, Amber? You know what? I'm doing pretty fantastic, actually. How are you? I'm also doing pretty fantastic. Fantastic. That's yeah. fantastic to hear. We officially put our first three episodes out last week, and the feedback so far has been surprisingly positive. It's been very good. Like I am, I, I'm so stoked for all the positive feedback we've gotten. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It is. Let's let's just tear that all down with episode four. I'm so excited. I can't wait for all the the feedback from this one. Yeah, I think that. Oh man, I'm really excited for this episode. This one and the next one. I think we get some fun stuff in store. Oh, we really do. I haven't started my notes for the next one. Really? Oh, slacker. No, I'm joking. Um, I, I, I started last night just because I knew I was going to be overwhelmed with the amount of possibilities for it. Yeah, it is It is kind of overwhelming to think about, but it'll be fun. Oh, so before we launch in today's, into today's episode, we uh, we have a few news items that we wanted to share. Yeah. Amber's getting married. No, I'm joking. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm engaged. I'm engaged. Oh, no. Amber's not engaged. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. That's ridiculous. Oh. So we thought it'd be fun to throw in a few uh, little horror-related news items. The first one is, um, so, you know, I'm a kaiju movie nut. I like my Japanese monster movies. Yeah. So I'm excited for next year's Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. So the upcoming toy line for 2021's Godzilla vs. Kong leaks its first promo image of the movie, which shows King Kong throwing a punch at Godzilla. They're fighting on top of an aircraft carrier. So months ago, there were about three seconds of the movie leaked online, and it was basically this exact image. So now it's official. Now it's official. That's exciting. Yeah, pretty psyched. Just a question. Uh, you said it was the toy line. Is that Does that have anything to do with the um, the post you made on Slasher? Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, basically, um, I, I love promo art because it's always so bad. It's showing this kid playing with his King Kong toy, and he couldn't look less enthused. <laughs> He's not even looking directly at it. It's clearly photoshopped into his hand. <laughs> I just wanted to ask, because I was, I was very curious that you were just, like, wanting to steal toys from kids. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, I do want to steal toys from kids. Well, kids that collect toys and don't play with them, or kids like the one in this image who looks like he's having a miserable time. Give me your fucking toy, because I will have <laughs> so much fun with a King Kong toy. Hand it over. Do I need to buy you a King Kong toy? Yes, I guess. Okay. Yes, please. You got, you got it. You got it. My birthday. Your birthday's coming up. Yeah, it is. I want a King Kong toy. All right. All right. So my piece of news that I'm really excited about. So um, we all know that I'm like a horror comedy fanatic. So Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are back together for a new horror series called Truth Seekers. And I'm really excited about it. Is there a trailer out yet? Uh, there is a trailer. Um, there's no official release date yet, which kind of sucks, but, I mean, it's cool. It's really exciting. Oh, man, that is really exciting. I love Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, me too. Did you see the uh, the Shaun of the Dead-inspired coronavirus video? No, I haven't. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to have to send that to you. Basically, it's just like um, 
like the Winchester thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I, oh, well, I love Shaun of the Dead. I have to, I have to seek this out. I've been under like a rock for the last week. Oh, and this was released like back in March. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm excited about this. I, I knew that they were doing something together soon, but I didn't know it was a series. Oh, yeah. So Actually, awesome. you, know, you know what? I didn't even really know either. Shout out to Horror Facts, but uh, they posted about it, I think, a couple days ago. And that's where I learned. Hell yeah. So it's about, what did you say here? A group of paranormal investigators? Yeah. See, I love like the paranormal investigation kind of shows. I'm a total sucker for that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Me too. The shows are kind of cheesy, but... um. I have seen some, so... I, I love that crap. Like, the cheesier, the better for me. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. But, yeah, so I'm excited because I, I love seeing Simon Pegg and Nick Frost team up, and I love paranormal stuff, so hooray. I'm psyched. Hey, you know what we didn't do yet? Oh, crack a beer. <laughs> yeah! Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wow. Look Ew, we just went through. we just went through our new sober. I know, that's... I knew something felt a little off. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Give me the countdown. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was gorgeous. So I'm feeling fancy tonight. I'm drinking my cheap beer from a, a glass. Wow. Yeah. Who are you? My lady asked me to add into this episode that uh, I'm drinking from a Seahawks glass, and I don't like the Seahawks. <laughs> Uh, but she's a massive Seahawks fan and blocked the cupboard for me so that the only glass I had to drink from was this one during the show. Oh, man. So, <laughs> I'm drinking from a Seahawks class and I'm a New Englander. All right. I'm uh, going to be like full ignorant here. What what are the Seahawks? Like what team? Like what sport? Uh, they're Seattle's football team. Oh, football. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a sports guy at all, really. Just... She knows I have my New England pride. <laughs> and she decided to take that away from me tonight. Well, you are in Washington now. I know. I know. I just got to get used to it. So, tonight's episode, Amber. Yes, Matt. We are going to be talking about... Hauntings. Cryptids. And legends. That was amazing. That was good. So yeah, basically, we're going to be getting into the, the cryptids and legends and hauntings of our neighborhoods. And also from a few of the listeners. We're going to read some listener stories. I'm so excited for those. Me too. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Uh, so did you have anything you wanted to share before we just launch right into it? No, let's just get right into it. I'm excited. All right, let's kick this pig. I don't want All to right. kick pigs, Matt. <laughs> it's good fun. <laughs> You're sick. Oh, I know. I'm just having my first <laughs> sip right now. My setup here is so awkward tonight. I've got so much shit around me right now. My My makeshift table here is like wobbly, so I'm trying not to... And there's a motorcycle. Hello. Podcasting on a budget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I like to think we're the official podcast of the Slasher app. Damon's listening. He's like, no, no, don't say that. <laughs> I'm deleting your guys' Slasher profile. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Go. Okay, go for it. Okay, so the first topic is going to be one of mine, I guess. Um, and it's a cryptid. I live in Washington State. And there are all sorts of local legends around here. And, uh... I was going to go with Sasquatch, because he's the big one, but I don't want to be basic. <laughs> you don't want to be basic. I don't want to be basic. Yeah, basic. Yeah, basic. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, instead, I went with something that I had just discovered the other day, and that is Bat Squatch, which is, like, the <laughs> flying version of Sasquatch. Oh, and, God. Uh, that's, that's actually terrifying, though. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Amazingly, there are people who believe in this. Um, really? Yeah. The Bat-Squatch has been depicted by eyewitnesses as a nine-foot muscular humanoid figure covered mostly in bluish-gray fur. <laughs> Resembling an ape of some kind, the beast stands nine feet in height and weighs several hundred pounds. Allegedly folded against its back is a massive pair of leathery bat-like wings which it uses to fly through the air at high speeds. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to picture this in my head and not laugh. <laughs> it's terrifying, guys. So, Absolutely terrifying. It reportedly has a bat-like muzzle filled with sharp teeth and glowing eyes. And it's also been said that it has glowing eyes. Well, that's redundant. <laughs> and that it causes feelings of dread to those who cross its path. Have you ever heard of Bat Squatch before? I have not heard of Bat Squatch. I've heard of bats and I've heard of Sasquatch, but not Bat Squatch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate nightmare. So, yes. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe I'd never heard about this until recently. You, you got the run-of-the-mill stuff around here, like, you know, the giant octopus, uh, different, like, sea monsters and stuff like that, which is totally my jam. But oh, when I read yeah. about this, I was like, I've got to choose Bat Squatch for my subject tonight. <laughs> so it was first spotted after the 1980 eruption of Mount St. Helens, which is a very well-known mountain around here. And I'm there a- are many... Th- Sorry. No, it's funny. I was just going to say I'm aware of it, yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Holy shit, I wasn't even aware of it until I moved here. <laughs> it's a thing. You're like dumb Americans. <laughs> so, yep. there are... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's your honk laugh. It's going in. No. <clears throat> I'm not laughing anymore tonight. No, no. Uh, did you have any thoughts so far that you want to share? No, I'm actually... I'm just... I'm super interested in it. I mean, you laugh, but you know what? This sounds incredible like this sounds like something i could get down with oh it, it gets better so it was first spotted after that you know the eruption of mount st helens and there are theories to explain the bat squatch's existence including the idea that the volcano's violent eruption tore a hole in the fabric between two dimensions of space and the creature slipped into our world through that so we're talking about an interdimensional ape bat <laughs> that flies at mock speed so <laughs> The most famous story that of the Bat Squatch took place in 1994, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, just read a, a, a shortened version of that for you. So, right. on the on the morning of April 19, 1994, 18-year-old Brian Canfield was driving near Mount Rainier in Washington State when his truck suddenly died. As he struggled to get it started, a tall, furry monster landed on the road before him. Canfield described the bipedal creature as having blue-tinted fur, a wolf-like face, clawed bird-like feet, muscular arms, and strangest of all, a pair of massive wings folded against its back. Though Canfield was terrified of the apparition, the creature did not appear particularly aggressive. It watched him for a bit before opening its great wings and flying off into the night. Canfield returned to the site later that day with his mother and a neighbor to search for evidence of the encounter. None naturally could be found, and when his story reached the media, the creature was given the somewhat tongue-in-cheek name Bat Squatch. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I laugh at, like, how this monster is described. But really, if I saw it, I'd shit my pants. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I have to sit here and laugh because, like, really? Muscular arms? Yeah, the muscular <laughs> arms parts where it loses me, got too. Gains. <laughs> <laughs> you even lift, bro? Crossfit. You can He's cross, just shaming cross this off. kid that he sees. Oh, my God. So, uh, local reporter C.R. Roberts of the Tacoma News Tribune interviewed Canfield and was convinced of his sincerity. So he published an 800-word article based on the interview on April 24th, 
So sightings of similar creatures have since been reported in other parts of Washington, as well as California and Ohio. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's getting out there. He's um, making his rounds. Yeah, he's making his rounds. He's, you know, <laughs> so, you know, next time you're taking a walk in the woods, be sure to look up now and then. You just might see a bat squatch. Ew. Uh, do I believe this legend? No, I, I don't. I don't believe in this one. No? <laughs> I'm fascinated by cryptids and hauntings and all that stuff. Uh, this one just sounds a little too outlandish for me to believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe in Bat Squatch? I believe in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go hunting for Bat Squatch. Awesome. I'll go with you. It sounds like a blast. Okay, fun. Gra- grab a few beers, listen to some tunes. Exactly. It's going to be a good time. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our first listener story then. Yeah. Or were you not done yet? Oh, no, I said, yeah. Oh, you just sounded kind of sad about it. <laughs> no, I just, I lost my voice for a second there. Oh, all right. So our first listener story is by Local Legends. Uh, they're on the Slasher app as well. Specifically, uh, this is uh, Burton Moran. Am I saying that right? I think so, yeah. And I think, I think uh, you wanted to say something here about this. Oh, yeah. So Local Legends Burton Moran is... Uh, also a YouTube channel, and I've checked it out and have actually subscribed recently. He does a lot of, you know, local legend hunting kind of stuff, and it's really entertaining. I strongly recommend checking it out if this is your jam. Nice, nice. I'm definitely going to check that out as well. Yeah. I didn't realize that they uh, there was it was a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Cool. All right, <clears throat> so Bert Moran has to say, I grew up in a haunted house. My father owned a junkyard. The house we lived in shared the property with the junkyard, and we experienced many paranormal things. I remember when I was a child, I liked to sleep on the floor next to my mom's side of the bed. A bright light could be seen going from our bathroom into my brother's room, and then back to the bathroom, and then it would go away. My brother asked my parents who the old lady was that keeps walking into his room at night. It happened every night. And even when my parents had guests over, they would see her in the middle of the day. My dad would tell them that there was no old lady in the house and he would invite them to go look for themselves. They would, and they would come back pale, white, and freaked out because there would be no one there. I also remember a few times I would be doing homework and then look down the hall. I saw the face of a boy looking at me. We locked eyes and he would move back into the kitchen. I went to ask my mom who was here and she just said me and you. We lived a good five miles from town so it was always a little creepy. I have a lot more experiences, and that's one of my reasons for starting ghost hunting on my YouTube channel, Local Legends Burton Moran. Damn. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's terrifying. Uh, also, all to you for wanting to get into ghost hunting after experiencing something like that as a kid. Oof, you got some balls. Yeah, no kidding. But it's amazing, like, uh, where all this stuff comes from. Like, yeah. how you get interested in all that. And thank you to Burton Moran for uh, sharing that story. That was amazing. That was a good story. Thank you so much for sending that in. Yeah. Awesome. So so one of the reasons I I was interested in in doing this episode with you was that I've never experienced anything like that. Like, I've I've never seen anything that that would prove that there's anything paranormal out there. Right. But I'm fascinated in it. But it's also, like, a deep-rooted fear of mine, too. Oh. Terrified of the idea of ghosts. But so intrigued by it at the same time. (laughs) The life of a horror fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Love that story. Yeah. And you know what? Um, yeah, I was really excited to do this one, too. I actually have, like, a ton of experiences with the paranormal. <laughs> yeah, 
ever. You know there's going to be a part two to this episode. Oh, there, there definitely has to be. I have some stories. Oh, boy, do I have some fucking stories. All right. I guess it's my turn. Yeah. So this one, I'm going to say, I don't really know if I would call it a local cryptid or a legend. Basically, uh, there is some North, North American folklore and um, information about a cryptid called uh, Deer Man. Hmm. So uh, Deer Man is described to have uh, the head of a stag, uh, torso of a man, and then legs described as either like deer legs with like the hooves and everything, or just like man legs. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds interesting. So uh, the first recorded sighting was in Ohio, date actually unknown. And then there were like some scattered recorded sightings from 1993 um, up to like 2012. With my particular story, like there's a lot of superstition and uh, ill warning that kind of surrounds it. Basically, the only way I can describe it is it's like, like it, you know, it feeds off of fear. Mm. So it's not generally talked about a lot, but I'm not super superstitious, so... So is this something that you've been aware of for a long time, or is it something that you like just stumbled upon when you're looking for uh, local cryptids? Uh, no, this is something I've been aware of for a long time, because uh, I was there the night that this happened. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to give a little, um, just a little bit of context um, into like what the situation was and like the environment and whatnot. I'm excited for this. <laughs> So yeah, environmental context. Um, we were at, we were camping at sort of like this festival event type thing outdoors. Obviously, you know, there's tons of loud music, tons of chatter, kids yelling and running and being kids. So yeah, everything's outdoors. There's this big structure right next to where everything was, and then there's a lake just a little bit down the road. So story time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was about probably like 10 years old. My mom, my little brother, and myself were camping at this event. On the last night, my little brother gets tired. So my mom takes us to our vehicle instead of the tent. She, I don't know. She wanted us to sleep in the vehicle that night for some reason. Oh, maybe sleeping in a tent sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so after some time of just like sitting in the car, um, you kind of notice like the entire place, like the entire festival air quotes, like just goes like eerily quiet. And then you hear somebody talking on the PA system and they said that there was like this group of teenagers or young adults had come running and screaming from hanging out by the lake. And according to these, this group, um, they were hanging out on the beach and they saw something emerge from the lake. And basically, they described it as uh, having the torso of a man, and the lower half was like a deer, like a four-legged bottom. I think it had antlers too, but um, yeah. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was creepy as fuck, and there was some sort of reported bad omens that followed this regarding the group of kids. I'm not going to go into detail about that, but yeah, I guess my mom heard like the whole PA dude talking thing and we just kind of bolted the fuck out of there that is wild yeah that's like the total opposite of bad squats that yeah i laugh thinking about this one is like nightmare fuel for me <laughs> yeah i mean it's have you seen that movie uh the ritual i have that is one of my favorite movies um awesome oh man we're gonna talk about that sometime 
we do. Uh, I, I've talked about it openly on Slasher a lot. It's yeah, I think it's definitely one of my um, one of my tops. So hell yeah, yeah, the movie rocks. Uh, but the Deer Man that you described sounds a lot like the monster in that movie. I never really made that connection until you just said it. Where it's got like kind of human parts, but then also like some more deer esque parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was scary as hell too. Yeah, that was that was a crazy movie. That's definitely a a mind fuck. Wow, oh, that story was nuts. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> Ooh, dear man, I never even heard about that before today. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. And man, you said you were so basic. What? <laughs> <laughs> you say it seems like I wasn't interested. No, I said, and you say you're so interested. I no. am very interested. I guess I just know like the surface level stuff, like it's squatch, and um, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Loch Ness. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most basic stuff. That's all I've heard of. Uh, but yeah, that's amazing. I kind of want to look into this now. Oh, do it. It's good. And like I said, like it's not really talked about just because of the <clears throat> supposed superstition and ill warnings about it. But I mean, that's also like kind of a cultural thing, I think. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's wild. I I love that story. It's It's terrible, but it's really interesting to me <laughs> cool All right so uh we are getting into a new segment today so a few weeks ago amber and i had this conversation uh about shutter the horror movie streaming service and i was whining about how there aren't enough great horror movies on there because they're putting all their money into you know their own productions I was like, well, you know, I, I I just want to go on there and see some of the classics, but I can't because they're pumping out like five original movies a week. And you're like, grow up, <laughs> try watching them, <laughs> see if they're any good before you judge them. So I took that challenge and I'm watching every single Shutter exclusive movie in alphabetical order. Or is it alphanumerical order when, you, you know, it starts with numbers first and then gets to letters? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Okay, so that's what I'm doing. And in each episode, I'm going to do a one minute review from beginning to finish of all of the Shutter originals. Yeah, I'm so which, excited. Oh my god, it's a massive undertaking. They seriously release like two to three movies a week. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna time myself. This will take less than 60 seconds, or I'm just gonna stop dead in the middle of this review. I'm gonna start my timer as well. The segment's called The Shuttering, if I didn't say that already. I'm very proud of that title. Thank you. <laughs> and okay. So movie number one is 0, 0.0 megahertz and starting now. Okay, so this is a Korean flick from 2019 and I'm a sucker for paranormal movies and I love getting to see different cultures takes on the subgenre. The plot in a nutshell, terror strikes when amateur ghost hunters explore a haunted house in the countryside. First thing I'm going to say is I was never scared during this movie. It lacks the subtlety that you need to really make a haunting movie work. And the same goes for the pulsing electronic soundtrack. There isn't much buildup before the spooky stuff starts happening, and when it does happen, it can be a little CGI heavy. It plays with a lot of early 2000s cliches, but it came out 20 years too late for that. The first 30 minutes were a struggle to get through, but everywhere I expected this movie to go, based on the Hollywood formula, all happened in those 30 minutes. After that point, I had no idea what to expect, and that's something I love about cinema outside the US. You never know what you're going to get. After the first third, you get the true character motives and the bigger picture. <sighs> It feels like two movies, and the second movie is way better than the first one. Ultimately, it's more about story than scare, so don't expect to lose any sleep. I'm giving 0, 0.0 megahertz 6 out of 10 hairy ghosts. Boom. 56 wow. seconds. Oh, that was fantastic. Holy shit. You really yeah. went all in. Well, thank you. I, I will say I wasn't terribly impressed with my first movie, but we'll see where it goes from there. I do have a question. Yeah. 
What is this uh, out of 10 hairy ghosts? So with each of these things, I'm going to do a scale of like zero to 10. Um, and it's not going to be stars. I'm going to say something in the movie that relates to it. There's a very hairy ghost in this movie. So six out of 10 hairy ghosts. <laughs> Perfect. That's amazing. <laughs> very interesting uh, rating system. You don't see a lot of out of 10s. Well, well, thank you very much. I'm really excited to get into movie number two next time. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a hoot and holler. A hoot and holler. Yeah. By the way, I practiced that yesterday, getting it under sixty seconds. I cut the review like in half. That was longer before. At least twice as long. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can get rid of this, get rid of this, get rid of this. I'm if proud I did of that you. when I was editing the podcast, it would be like five minutes long. It would only be me talking. <laughs> <laughs> As per uh, usual. I'm fucking with you. Wait, that was a crack at me? Yeah, I said I'd be cutting you out of it completely. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't catch that. Well, don't worry, I'm going to edit this whole thing out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I botched my joke. Oh my gosh, okay. Okay, never mind, no. Oh, say it. Uh, I was going to say... Some of our feedback is really funny because uh, apparently we have this ongoing thing since episode one where we make mistakes and you talk about cutting them out and you never do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad somebody pointed that out. It's it's hilarious, though, because it's true. Like, I listen back on all the episodes and there's like so many things where we talk about like, oh, we're going to cut that out and we're going to cut that out. still there <laughs> I'm glad so thank you for calling me out on that I'll try to be better no it's good though they liked it good I'm glad you know I was terrified of uh, releasing the episodes one two and three because you know if, if you're listening back on yourself you're gonna find the things that you hate about it more than anything I'm I'm fantastic so I'm, you are I'm fantastic. <laughs> that was Just, a joke stop it no oh man okay so I'm working on this book of quotes by Amber and um you'll find that she's not as humble as it seems. <laughs> she's, she's the diva of this duo. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, see, okay, sometimes I say some stupid shit, all right? But it's all in good fun. The listeners deserve to know. No. Do you need to take a, a break or anything? No, I'm good. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay. All right. I'm going to take a little sip of my beer first. So, the next listener story is from a mutual friend of ours named Lissit. I really hope I'm pronouncing your name right. I, I know her by her nickname more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> which is Horror Fan 10, who is an absolute sweetheart, by the way. She's amazing. Such a gem. Yeah, she really is. She she deserves better than us. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So she says, hello, Hellions. This is Lizzie. So I'll give you guys a quick summary of one of my many paranormal experiences, but just wanted to give you a quick background about myself. Since I was a young child, maybe about seven years old, I started to experience paranormal events all the time. My other siblings also experienced quite a bit too, but it seems like it has always been constant for me. Whether it was noises, apparitions, objects moving, voices, feelings of physical discomfort, and or feelings of something trying to control my being, Jesus, that's horrifying, and actually being physically touched, etc. Most places I've lived, there have been paranormal events, some more than others. Luckily, where I am now, it's peaceful and quiet, thank goodness. Smiley emoji. (laughs) So I suppose this is where my love for horror stemmed from. Again, like, these brave souls who experience this stuff, and then they're like, this is great. And meanwhile, I'd be, like, jumping out a window. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
So some of the experiences have been beyond terrifying, but I suppose I've learned to live with it because it all fascinates me at the same time. I'm hoping to one day write my experiences into short stories and publish them. So I named this incident The Red Man. I was 13 years old and living in my childhood home of 14 years. Only my mom and I were home. I was in the living room on the phone with a friend, and she was in her room. I turned to look in the hallway where my parents' bedroom was and the bathroom was. From left to right, I saw a crimson red entity walking from the bathroom to my parents' bedroom. He was very tall, like six foot four, very thin with elongated limbs, and had no facial features at all, just a flat face. I say he because he had a masculine feel and look. He took a couple long steps through the short hallway while his arms swayed and he turned to look at me. His vibe and energy was definitely dark and uncomfortable. Then he was gone. I froze in fear and screamed and ran to my mom. She didn't see anything and it took a while for me to calm down. I will never forget how he turned to look at me, even with no facial features, and how his limbs were so long and how he moved through the hallway in just a few steps. This memory feels like it was just yesterday. That's how clear it still is. Come to find out, my little brother told me three months after that that he saw the same thing in my bedroom. Ugh, in her bedroom. Okay. No. And she says, crazy. Sorry this is so long. Just wanted to make sure I gave you enough info. Uh, Lisette, that was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Again, terrifying. Let me just say, like, hearing you read that, like, I dead ass got fucking chills. Yeah. Like, I, I literally got fucking goosebumps. Yes. If I were home alone right now, I'd be looking in like every corner of this room. Uh, I'm I'm alone in my garage right now, and I'm oh, kind of terrified. You're getting taken out by a fucking demon. I'm dying tonight. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you so much for sharing that story, and we very much look forward to hearing more. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh, bless. Seriously. Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, the visuals I got from that, like being able to imagine that. Oh. Man, we had some good storytellers writing in. It's amazing. Yeah. So fucking excited. Yeah, I feel like I dropped the ball with Bat Squatch now. <laughs> no, Bat Squatch was amazing. I had a lot of fun with Bat Squatch. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. Uh, we, <laughs> I am so down for us using Bat Squatch as our podcast mascot. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and if any listeners want to submit their Bat Squatch artwork, we will share it any way that we can. Yes, please, please do that. I think I'm going to make a post about that oh, once, yes, once, once this episode. Should we? Should I wait until this episode airs, or should I just do it right away? Let's do it right away. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. Me too. It's going to be amazing. Oh, Nobody ends up responding. <laughs> we get nothing. I was, I was shocked that anybody even wrote in with their stories after only three episodes. Like, I'm just completely flattered by that. Yeah, me too. Honestly, folks are fucking amazing. All right, is there anything you wanna you wanna share before we get into our last listener story? Again, that's a terrifying tale, and it makes me jealous and also not so jealous that I haven't experienced <laughs> anything like that. I haven't experienced anything like that, and I'm really glad that I haven't because that is that's more than terrifying. Yeah. Whew. All right, so our next listener story actually comes from an uh, an anonymous source. They wanted to remain anonymous. So this one is a, a legend, actually, called The Shrine, a.k.a. The Dollhouse, The Crazy House, Sun Park, or Flower Park. Okay, so this one comes out of Boone, Iowa, United States. Thank you. <laughs> so the legend goes... Out in rural Boone, Iowa, there resides 
the shrine. A seemingly forgotten park with strange structures such as watchtower and centerpiece that boasts an amalgamation of architectural styles and features a sort of concrete bunker-like tomb below, all locked away behind a chain-bound gate. This site, referred to as Twisted Playground, was built solely by a crazy old man roughly 20 to 25 years ago. Rumors and local stories suggest that this man constructed this place as a shrine to his daughter, who was killed in a hit-and-run accident. Oof. Oof, that's rough. Oh, and to his wife, who committed suicide sometime later. This poor man. Yeah. There are variations that say he had two daughters, no daughters, or only a wife who died of an illness before they had children to begin with. Interesting. The wildest story would have you believe the old man was once abducted by aliens and thusly built this in tribute to them upon his return to Earth, hence its general strangeness and watchtower. Jesus. Wow. In any case, this park was apparently never open to the public by its creator, yet its existence alone seems to manifest legends and ghost stories as it drew the attention of young, thrill-seeking teens and college students in the area to seek the shrine out. Those who braved the visit would come back reporting that they were chased off by the crazy old man, sometimes with a shotgun, sometimes with his van, armed and waiting should the driver that killed his daughters ever return. The reality. So this park was indeed built by an older man named John Samuelson. Samuelson owned this property in Boone since the 1970s and ultimately moved there from Florida sometime in the past 30 to 40 years. Neighbors who knew Samuelson claimed that he gained his artistic fervor and ability in Florida and simply continued his passion upon moving. No public records suggest Samuelson ever had children who were in fact killed, nor any similar tragedy. Speculation by the aforementioned neighbors and local police is that Samuelson is just an eccentric man possibly declining in health, who simply wishes to be left alone and rightfully does not like flocks of young people trespassing on his property. Still, however, no specific reason what has ever been garnered as to why this park was built or what inspired it, and so why it always remains a local mystery for years to come. Wow, okay. Yeah, holy shit. I really like this one. Um, That's definitely something that I would love to check out. Probably wait a few years, though, just in case, you know, I don't I don't really want to get shot. So, yeah, or run over. <laughs> so really good story. Yeah, that's a that's a fantastic story. Um, It's very intriguing. Like, I'm I'm very interested to look more into this. Um, There were some pictures that came with this and I'm going to send you them because the pictures are fantastic. Like, oh, nice. OK, I'll put it yeah. up on like our social media stuff, too. Good. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Anonymous. Yeah, thank you, Anonymous. That was fantastic. Um, Sorry, there's, I'm just, cars and trains, you know, Canada problems. Every time I talk to you, there's like massive amounts of sounds happening in the background. Like, not tonight. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Right on cue. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) Amazing. like, like, the, the train tracks are literally... It's my backyard, the alley, and then a big field, and then train track. Well, I hope that there's no um, human-deer hybrid galloping through that field tonight. I have to go outside and walk from the garage to my house after we're done this. Please don't fucking say shit like that. Sorry, Amber. And you're not afraid of the Blair Witch Project? I I hate you so much. (laughs) Wait, you're afraid of the Blair Witch Project? I'm terrified of the Blair Witch Project. Are you serious? Yes, Amber. (laughs) 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 <laughs> terrified of the Blair Witch Project. Oh my 
Matthew. 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 We're gonna get into this one day. We're we're just gonna like we're gonna have this completely like no notes or anything, just fisticuffs about Blair Witch Project episode. Yes. I'm very we're passionate going, about yeah. this happening. Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's happening. I'm excited for this. <laughs> I cannot I cannot wait to fucking tie into that. You know what I'd love to do is, like, get you and somebody else who's vehemently, like, against Blair Witch Project and then me and, like, the one of two people that I know who's crazy about it. And we'll just tag team. No, you know what? I can do it. You can have you can have you can have your uh, your tag team partner. I'll go solo. Oh, I yeah. Taking you down. Ah, we have a mutual friend who's on my side. I, Hmm. I will get him on board. Good luck. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. It's going to take some convincing. (laughs) Okay, so my second topic tonight is um, some hauntings. (gasps) I'm probably going to do just a couple of short stories for this one just because um, they're not terribly long. So um, my first story is going to be... So I was living in this house. It wasn't like the the greatest house ever. Uh, When we first moved in, there was like... It was kind of decrepit and gross looking and uh the basement oh god the basement you know what this is going to be a longer story than i thought the basement of this place um you go down it's going to be the kitchen some stairs the back door a little space and then stairs to go into the basement and like you go down into the basement and there's just like this little foyer um a door to the left laundry room door across from the stairs is just like this weird bedroom and then just like a, a wall with like sort of like a small bar and fridge thing. So yeah, you go down to the basement and like above the door frames, you can see like multiple, and I mean like multiple like crucif- like oil crucifixes. So you know, like how some people will like get their get their houses blessed, I guess. Yeah. So that. And yeah, like this place, like there was a there was always a ton of weird things happening there. I lived there with my brother and my sister-in-law and their kids at the time. And at one point, uh, we had like the kids' toys in like this bucket and we put it down beside the stairs in that little area by the back door. And one night, like the toys just kind of started going off, like all the ones that played music and stuff like that. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, no, no. Trust me. I was, I was there. Uh, so yeah, like that, that was a thing. But the story that I want to get into um, that happened specifically to me, actually, I'm going to tell three of them because they're very short. So the story, first story goes, um, I fell asleep on the sofa one night and my brother and my sister-in-law were sitting on the floor in front of me on the, by the sofa, obviously. And then I woke up to somebody tickling my feet and I like, I kicked and then I sat up and I was like, why are you doing that? And my brother just kind of looks at me, he's like, doing what? It's like, why are you guys tickling my feet? And yeah, obviously they were just sitting there watching TV and nobody was actively tickling my feet. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> even if if they were, that would also still be a disturbing thing to wake up to. <laughs> right? This so, is bad news all around. Yeah, exactly. So um, story number two. The living room is set up in a way that like you go across the living room and then there's a wall and a kitchen like the walkway to the kitchen but the wall is covered in like those weird mirrors like ceiling to floor mirrors Hmm. 
And then there's a little walkway to a hallway where the one bedroom um, to the left and then bathroom across and then a bedroom to the right. So from the mirrors, you could see into the bedroom to the right. And um, there was light shining in there, like from the mirrors or whatever. And we used to have these like swivel bucket chairs kind of. So uh, me and my brother were sitting in the living room one night and we look at the mirrors and we could see like the bucket chair kind of just turning. Yeah. And like we didn't, we wouldn't even have noticed it if it wasn't for like the squeaking of the chair. So there's that one. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so last story. And like the fun, like this is all happening in the same house, right? So uh, the bedroom with the bucket chair. Um, that was my room. So um, one night I'm sitting there and it's just a, like there's really nothing to describe here except for the fact that like my bed and frame, there was probably about maybe about like four or five inches from the frame and the wall. And I used to keep like this little like, I don't know, like eight by 11, eight by 10 mirror. Yeah, just like little little square mirror or whatever. Mm -hmm. I used to like keep it in between that space. And then one night I'm sitting on my bed and like the bed didn't move, frame didn't move, nothing moved. All of a sudden, like the mirror just kind of smashed out of nowhere. What the fuck? Yeah, it's really interesting. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, there's nothing really more to say. The mirror smashed, and it was like, oh, okay. Jesus. Okay. You know, th th it's like one thing, like seeing like a toy move across the floor, but when it's a mirror being smashed, that's a, that's that's a, that's an act of of anger and. Yeah, I can't see what's doing it. I'm getting the hell out of there. Yeah, that was like one of the first. I should have told that one first. That was actually one of the first experiences that I had there. But I wanted to end on a, a, a creepier note, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, you succeeded. Good job, Amber. Thank you. OK, so my other um, my other set of story um, has to do with our local casino. I've never um, heard of a haunted casino. Well, you, you're going to hear one now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I used to work at our, our casino here in the city. And a little bit of backstory about the casino is it used to be like a train station. There were old police jail cells in the basement um, that were used for like transporting prisoners and such like that. And there was apparently like a cyclone that, that uh, struck the city and that building like where the casino is underwent like major expansion after that. Um, I don't really know if anybody was hurt or injured or like died in that cyclone or whatever. But um, yeah, there's been tons of reports of like hauntings and like just weird things happening, especially like in the basement area where like, you know, obviously like the jail cells and things like that were. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I first started at the casino, we did all of our training in the basement and it was like this really weird area you had to like walk all the way through pretty far into the basement and um there used to be like a, a vending machine like right outside our training room and then right beside the training room doors was like a gigantic roulette table mm -hmm. so uh coming into training one day i'm just walking down the hallway and then I passed by the vending machine and just from the corner of my eye, like it just like, I don't know, I could just like, like I could see somebody standing, like a reflection of somebody standing like right in front of the vending machine. And it was weird. Like it wasn't my reflection. So. Oh God. 
and there was nobody there. I, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> Obviously, there's nobody there. Otherwise, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be telling. You. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be well, something. That's sorry. Exact. I wasn't sure if that was. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this guy named Tom was kind of standing there trying to grab a chocolate bar, and I'm like, hey, Tom. I'm like, oh, okay. So, where's the... <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, I'm sorry I ruined your story there. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It was. It's not, like, the most interesting story ever, but it is something that happened there. I mean, there were other things that happened there, but that's kind of, like, my first experience there. So. Well, that's nuts. That's awesome. Well... I say awesome again. Like, I, I love the story. I'm not sure I'd want to live it myself. <laughs> I swear, I'm. we're going to get you some hauntings. We're going to get you some paranormal experiences. And I'm hoping so. Be, I hope so, too. I think I think you really... I think you need to, to have at least one. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, there was something that I wanted to bring up, too, that I thought was just hilarious. Um, user, the dude, Metal Bolt. Yeah, Metal Bolt. <laughs> was talking he had posted uh about a couple weeks ago just wanting to know why people never reported seeing dinosaur ghosts <laughs> did you see that oh shit yes i did see that and there was like an article with everything he posted oh man that... yeah if humans get ghosts why don't any other animal well, I think some animals get ghosts. I mean, there's always reports of, like, cats and dogs and things like that. Yeah, that's true. Like, dog ghosts. Yeah. But oh. dinosaurs. Where are the dinosaur ghosts? Man, how fucking cool would that be? That'd be fucking fantastic. It's like a, a, a full-body apparition of a T-Rex walking through your backyard. Oh, God. That'd be fucking terrifying, actually, now that I think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, that would be terrifying. <laughs> and there's a movie called Ghost Shark. Ghost Shark? Yeah, that's a thing. Jesus Christ. The things they come up with, I tell you. Oh, yeah. All right, any well, thoughts? Anything yes. Uh, thank you very much for sharing that, Amber. I I love your stories. They're really good. Like, I, I think the most intriguing part to me is, like, I can't picture you working at a casino. Really? I, I've only been to a casino once ever, and it wasn't the real casino part. I was at, it was the restaurant. But the whole casino oh. atmosphere, I just can't picture you there. Oh, yeah, I did for quite a number of years. I was a uh, I was a, a cashier and then I was a, a slot attendant. It's it's a it's oh, an cool. aspect of you that I didn't know about really. Cool. <laughs> cool and cool, also cool. cool ghost story, bro. Thanks, homie. That was a lot of fun. I love your reaction though. Which one? <laughs> oh the Wait, was he was there a guy there? <laughs> <laughs> Is he trying to buy a bag of chips? <laughs> <laughs> It's just some story about a guy buying a bag of chips. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I read your story. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. That's your time to shine. I was just like, oh, I what? think it's just, it's so it's so funny though because it's supposed to be a ghost star, and you're just like, oh, is there a guy there? <laughs> you know what? It's fine. We need to throw in like some kind of sound clip for like when Matt drops the ball during every episode. <laughs> yes, I'm. I, yeah, that's the thing that has to happen. Your stories were awesome, and I'm so glad that you shared them because that's a personal thing, and I'm I'm really proud of you for going out there with it. You're my mm. brave girl. What? 
<laughs> nothing. I'm sorry, you you did that cutting out thing again. Nothing. I said nothing. All right, we're gonna get into our last brand new fucking segment that I'm so fucking stoked about. This is me <laughs> uh, coming at you with some tips on how to avoid cliche scenarios and how to survive a horror movie. Boom. We call yeah. We call this part of the show surviving a horror movie 101. What happens when Matt's in charge of a title? <laughs> hey, I like it. <laughs> Don't be so hard on yourself. Just kidding. I'm going to change it eventually. Please do. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's get into this. So tonight's cliche is one of my. There's the train. There's a train. Hello, train. <laughs> Just go for it. So tonight's cliche is, uh, oh my, oh my fucking god, I get louder. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You gotta be kidding me. As if it's like, who are you? What? <laughs> Matthew, I'm gonna die. Oh my god. Like, what is the point of that? It gets louder every time you try to talk. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I think you're good now. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> tonight's cliche is one of my topics. Yeah. Running up the stairs scenario. So, there's a killer chasing you. You run into the house. So, picture this. You have a set of stairs to your left and a hall of doors and windows on the right. Where do you go? Matt, where do you go? Oh. <laughs> the hall of... Uh doors and windows yeah you would you would think so right of course but no but no 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 you know what you didn't you didn't go that way because you're a genius you took the fucking stairs <laughs> i think i see where this is going <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me ask you this like where the fuck do you expect to go once you get up those stairs in this likely basic ass house with one way up and one way down like are you gonna go out the window are you gonna bust through the wall like the fucking Kool-Aid man? You know? <laughs> yelling, oh yeah. <laughs> no, you're gonna be yelling, oh fuck no, as you realize you are about to get macheted, stabbed, shot, just fucking pulverized because you have nowhere to go once you're upstairs. So, surviving a horror movie 101 is here to tell you, just don't go up the fucking stairs. Forget fight, flight, or freeze. Keep your cool and do this one simple thing and you won't have your audience shaking their heads at you thinking, damn, this idiot deserves to die. Amber, amazing job. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, when you put this into the show notes, I, I made it a point not to read it because I was like, I really want to see what she comes up with and that is perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you. I was really fucking excited when uh, coming up with like writing this. Oh, that was great. Like... And also a wonderful <laughs> cliche because it is one of the top horror cliches. And I'm, ex I'm really excited to see what you come up with next. Oh, I have such a list of things. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. This is becoming my favorite segment of the show very quickly. Mine too. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Well, this was fun. This was fun. We've heard some awesome stories. I heard some great stories from you, from the listeners. Uh, Matt had virtually nothing to share tonight. I apologize. <laughs> it's fine. Bat Squatch was everything. 
I was like the opening act for the big band afterwards. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. It was, yeah. you know what? We should, we should have started with one of mine and then like put in one of yours like in the middle. Uh, you're saying that as in like people are going to turn the episode off because Matt's story came first. <laughs> so let's start off with something a little stronger. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I was not saying that at all. Oh, no, no, no. No. <laughs> but uh, this has been a lot of fun. And also, I'm glad that we switched it up, like talking about something other than horror movies. Yeah, me too. Like, I... Yeah. I I'm I'm super interested in all this stuff. So yeah, same. Like I, like horror in general is what this podcast is all about. And up to this point, it's primarily been about movies. Yeah. So this is great. We didn't have to watch six hours to... of movies or anything like that. Yeah. We should do more of these. Yeah, I think this is just becoming the Cryptids <laughs> podcast with the occasional movie. Occasional movie reviews. Yeah. So uh, should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're solid. Sweet. All right, Hellions. By the way, I stole that from you. That's 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 my thing now. Oh. All right, Hellions, that's it for us tonight. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can email us at goreassembly at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Gore Assembly. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Gore Assembly. And you can leave us a voicemail on our podcast profile on the Anchor.fm app. And please do so, because we would love to play it on air. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, it's the best way to get the word out. Yeah. And you can find us on the Slasher app. My username is Washington underscore horror. And you can find me, Amber, on the Slasher app at Nepal. That's N-E-P-O-W. And special thanks to composer Gory Rory for the use of his theme for Gore Assembly, as well as his ambient music. Check out more of his tunes on YouTube. It's great stuff. Uh, additional shittier music by Horror Ballads, which you can also find on YouTube. I say shittier because it's my music. Yeah, it's not great. I know. Kind of point. You dropped the ball, Matt. I did. I'm terrible. So I think that's it for us tonight. Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. I think it's the last episode. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm sick of him. I don't even like horror movies. Horror sucks. Horror it's up. too scary. Anything else you want to add, Matt? Episode 5 is going to be, holy fuck, uh, amazing. Because Should we say what it's going to be? Or should we just leave them in suspense? Leave them in suspense. Leave them in suspense. You know? we're, ex- we're excited. We are fucking off the wall excited. Is that the, is that the expression? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I did. I done good. Maybe in Canada. Yeah. Off the hook. We are off the hook. <laughs> so, uh, go on. Yeah, get out of here. Get! Get! Piss off. But we love you and thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye. What a bitter ending. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Good <laughs> <Rack>. job. <laughs> oh my god. I stopped making noise for a second. Oh. <laughs> Matt, I can't come back. <laughs> it's like my favorite part of every episode so far is that when you you do that silent laugh and i'm just waiting i'm like is she gone or is she still laughing i'm fine okay (laughs) my hands smell like garlic (laughs) oh my god what is this what that like my hands smell delicious that's awkward oh like I've 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 been sniffing my hands like this entire episode. If I've seemed a little <laughs> off my game, it's because I'm like, what is that? <laughs> oh my god, Matthew, that's disgusting. What the hell? <laughs> my hands smell like hamburger meat. <laughs> Should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're solid. Sweet. <laughs> oh god. If you want to call, <laughs> god damn it, Amber. <laughs> If you want to contact us, you can email us. Oh, fuck. If you want to contact <laughs> My hands smell like hamburger meat. If you want to contact us, you can email us. <laughs> email at us. Every single time. Okay. If you want to contact us, you can email us. <laughs> email. <laughs> Oh, Amber, I need you to take care of this part. <laughs> All right, Hellions, that's it for us. Um, if you want to email us at goreassembly.com. No. Nope. Wait, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us on the Slasher app. I'm Matt. No. I... <laughs> uh, my username is Washington underscore horror. And you can find me, Amber, under... (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we are really fucking this up today.